Cheers! What's up, everybody? This is Paul Sferlia, and I want to welcome you back to a new episode of Hospitality Secrets Podcast. The topic for today is actually how to run effective meetings. If yesterday we spoke about uh, how to run effective and creative brainstormings, today we're going to talk about something uh, more pragmatic and more needed in, in the hospitality industry, and that those are the staff meetings and this topic for this episode would be how to run effective meetings so see you after the intro so the big question is this how can we the hospitality industry present or future entrepreneurs offer memorable hospitality experiences to our guests in a way that our staff is happy and the business is profitable and sustainable this is the question and this podcast will try to give you the answer. My name is Paul Sferlia and welcome to Hospitality Secrets. So the, the meetings in the hospitality industry are absolutely crucial because uh, if we think about the, the stuff that it's uh, actually the direct image of the business, the waiter, the bartender, who is a direct image of the business, if they are not aligned with the, with the strategy and with the tactics of the, the bars or the restaurants that they are working in, they can damage, do a lot of harm to, to the business itself and they can create some, some guest churn, which in, in the long term will, will take to the failure, to the bankruptcy of, of the business. So actually, the, I learned this again, same like in, in all the other lessons, I learned it the hard way. I, I saw how damaging was when uh, I was working in, in some places, when I was working as a bartender. And first, we, uh, I, I worked in like six or seven uh, establishments in the hospitality industry. And in most of them, we, we didn't even had uh, meetings. We were just, the manager was just saying to each other, uh, arguing. But I remember a specific uh, place which uh, which actually closed after I after I left. In in that specific place, uh, the meetings were very long, and uh, in that meeting meetings, there was just fightings. Everybody was uh, arguing with everybody about what the the other persons didn't do or uh, failed to do. So it was a, a chaos that. Uh, I was thinking that should I go to that meeting because I knew that will be one or two or maybe three hours at some point where uh, nothing good will uh, will come and uh, just uh, will uh, tense even for, uh, even uh, harder the, the atmosphere, the, the culture in the business and uh, will create a lot of tension between, uh, between the colleagues, between the, the leadership and uh, the team. So, it was like it, it was a, a total disaster uh, that meeting but uh, if i'm thinking i think it would be much much better if those meeting were missing <laughs> because we were solving nothing there nobody was taking any good decision that meetings were just creating tensions and uh, 
I remember uh, this this type of meeting when we we went to do a consulting to a to a, a place, and uh, the leadership team there there was a big team of 70 persons in 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 that uh, in that business because it was a huge business. But and the the leadership team was meeting uh, every week. And they were discussing without goals, without... Uh, they were just discussing and trying to solve the problems. But while they were discussing, more problems appeared and started arguing. And those meeting meetings actually were lasting for five to six hours. A meeting. I, I was so shocked. How can you stay five, six hours? To, to talk with somebody and at the end you don't have a clear result, some clear direction, clear uh, tasks that uh, every person should do. So that's a total a big chaos and it's not helpful for anybody. Nobody will remember anything from five, six hours of, of talking. So if your meetings are uh, five or six hours, that's very bad because nobody will remember anything. Or if your meetings are the place where everybody refulates and, and every, everybody starting arguing and, and spitting their frustrations, that's... Uh, that's a totally ineffective meeting and it's not helping anybody it's it's uh it's even uh damaging the the quality of the business is damaging the quality and the performance of the staff so if you are first if you are conducting uh, if you are running very long meetings you should think about it because nobody's remembering if you are running meetings where when where uh, everybody is arguing and and uh uh, saying their frustrations again there are no, there's no effectiveness in those meetings but even if you are not running meetings at all you should think twice because uh, the staff should go in the same direction with the vision of the business you cannot uh, coordinate and lead the, the the team if you are not communicating the strategy and the tactics and uh, what it needs to be done day by day so uh, unfortunately I, I had no good example when I worked in the hospitality industry I had no good example of a place who run effective meetings so I had no idea what does an effective meeting uh, mean uh, I had no example when I was working in the hospitality industry of an effective meeting because unfortunately nobody was running effective meetings where I worked so uh, I couldn't find any example and at some point I started took it for uh, for granted I said okay this is how it is I, I didn't even had the idea that uh, meetings meetings can be effective <laughs> I, I, I had no idea that uh, meetings actually can help the business <laughs> and uh, i didn't knew that uh, how impactful and how uh, how much it can help to to coordinate to run an effective meeting until my wife uh, started working at uh, hard rock cafe in bucharest and we started talking about how it is at the, her working place how it's at hard rock cafe because i knew that hard rock cafe it's um, 
it's a big chain there they are all around the world and if you friend if you offer franchise you should have some uh, SOP standard uh, operational procedures which are top and uh, the the place was success the team was very very close they were uh, everybody was very effective and i asked her how are the meetings there and she said that uh, meetings are great are are <laughs> are uh, best time are the meetings where they are there and they are talking just uh good things and helpful things and and uh, those meetings were effective so i started asking her but how what how it's happening so for the meetings you have a uh, a few things if you want to organize meetings you should know how to coordinate them how how to to organize them in an effective way and uh the 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 ideal way of organizing meetings would be pre-shift meetings every single shift so this is what they were doing at hard rock cafe every single shift before every single shift even though there were two shifts per day before every single shift there were a pre-shift meeting which is absolutely essential essential not just to to give the task to the to the staff but to to get the pulse of every person to see the mood of the staff to see if somebody is off track and and then you can talk with it so if you are a leader a manager and you coordinate a team you should do a pre-shift meeting where you should discuss a few things you should check the pulse you should see how is everybody how and and uh, give the tone of the shift so this is the first type of the shift we will i will share a bit the the framework of, about this shift and uh, this uh, this meeting sorry the pre shift meeting and the second type of meetings would be periodical meetings which are uh, weekly where uh, these meetings are for the for the management for the leadership if there is a bigger team and there are two or three persons who are taking decisions even though if those persons are the head bartender the head waiter and the manager uh these meetings should be weekly one or max maximum two hours where you should discuss more than just things as pre-shift so these are the the two types of meeting daily meetings and weekly meetings and if you are feeling uh, uh if you feel that uh, you need you can uh, organize uh, monthly with the whole team a longer meeting where you can uh, do some uh, some brainstormings and team building and uh, go out and have some fun to to get the team closer to put some uh, glue in the team but uh first meeting is essential the pre-shift meeting which is the daily daily day by day meeting which should be short like 10 or 15 minutes it shouldn't be longer than 15 minutes by anyhow by any means uh, ideally would be a 10 minutes meeting an effective 10 minutes meeting before every single shift and this pre-shift meetings sh- should uh, be composed on uh, around seven uh, seven steps six or seven steps uh, you'll see you'll see now uh, the the framework 
But uh, the first step of a pre-shift meeting would be, uh, would be ideal to start with the congrats for previous day. It's absolutely essential, essential to start uh, by uh, congratulating with a positive vibe, saying to everybody, well done for yesterday. And uh, the more specific you are, the better. If you can say, for example, one, uh, uh, you, uh, Andre, for example, you did great yesterday when you did that. So if you manage to, or, to, to congratulate somebody, a few of them, for doing something good the previous day, that's a very positive tone to start a, a pre-shift meeting. Second step would be uh, the important events in that day in other years. That's a nice thing to, to share every single day. You can Google and see what happened in this day and go to with uh, two or three events that happened in previous years in the same date. This would be a nice uh, conversation starter for the waiter or for the bartender with their guests. So that's a nice thing to, to do as a second step in the pre-shift meeting. This should not last more than two or three minutes. Then. The third step would be to discuss the events of the day, of the day or the reservations. What is happening in that day? If it's Friday, you can share that today. We have full of reservations. This, it will happen this. Today we'll have a concert. Today we have this. So discuss the events that it's, are happening in, that, uh, in your bar, your restaurant in that day and share with the staff what it's happening exactly so they will not be surprised of anything. Uh, fourth step would be choose the working area. And in this place, the, you, you can share, you can split the room between the waiters. You can take that part, you take that part and, and uh, do the strategy and, and where every person is working. And uh, the, the fifth step would be give the tasks for the day. And this would be very helpful if you delegate some tasks for, uh, for each day. For example, for the bartenders, the task for today, if it's a Wednesday, for example, you should clean up the, the display. So share some tasks uh, for them to do while they are not working. Sixth step would be the, the 86. And here you should announce the ingredients that are missing from the menu. And these are, it's absolutely essential. It's absolutely crucial because the waiters and bartenders should communicate right at the, at the beginning of the conversation with their guests. They should communicate what uh, products they are missing. Because if a guest is choosing a product and after 10 minutes, the waiter is coming and saying, ah, oh, we don't have that product, it's very frustrating. And this, it happens to me a lot. <laughs> so the sixth step would be communicate the ingredients which, which are missing. And the seventh step would be communicate the, actually at the sixth step, at the 86, is not enough just to say the ingredients which are missing. Here you can ask, for example, a bartender or a waiter, what products we are missing if we don't have that ingredient. For example, if you don't have mint, you cannot make mojito, you cannot make hugo, and you cannot make another drinks which are with mint. So it's essential to understand not only the ingredients which are missing, but the products that are missing by not having that ingredient. And this is a nice thing. You can even ask somebody if you if you don't have mint, you can ask a waiter. Okay, if we don't have mint, what are the products which we cannot deliver? And he will he or she will say that product. 
and uh, this is the the sixth step and the seventh step and the the last one but i think it's it's the most important here should be like a, a energy booster activity or uh, something to to raise their energy because you spoke for 10 15 minutes maybe they are uh, bored maybe it's morning you should start you should finish the pre-shift and start the actual shift with full energy with enthusiasm with passion this can be like uh, getting everybody around put their hands in the middle and, and and scream oh let's go or something even though it's cliche it's a cliche like this uh, this exercise but i'm sure you can find some some uh, original and nice exercise to boost their energy to boost their enthusiasm and to finish the press shift with high energy so this is the the pressure framework which should last no more than 15 minutes around 10 or 15 minutes and uh, i will recap them you should start with the congrats for the previous days share the imp uh, important events that happened in the same date in other years then uh, discuss the the events or the reservation for the day in course then uh, choose the working area share uh, split the working area between the staff uh, then would be give the, the the tasks for that specific day then would be the 86 plus uh, the missing ingredients plus missing products and the last should be an energy booster enthusiast booster uh, uh, exercise so this is the the pre-shift meeting that should happen every single every single day every single uh, shift no exception second one would be the me me uh, weekly meetings between the the leadership team the managing team the the, the persons who are taking decision and uh, this uh, weekly meeting the decision meeting should not last more than one hour one and a half hour and uh, Ideally, it it, the persons who are participated should not stay on the phone and should be very focused to to the to that specific meeting. And uh, if you if you have a meeting like this, you should start with clear goals. You should have clear goals for each meeting. Don't just meet to to discuss to share. If you don't have clear goals, you should not have a meeting. So first, you think about having clear goals before starting the meeting, then start the meeting with a clear agenda. Know what's happening when and how much you will stay there. Don't just start a meeting and talk. Then before starting the meeting, use clear note taking. Somebody should take notes about what's happening and be very careful, you should have here a parking lot. You should have a parking lot for the ideas or topics that you cannot discuss are not on the on the agenda of the day and you should discuss in the next meeting because if you don't have a parking lot that meeting can last six hours <laughs> and uh, discuss all the subjects that uh, don't even matter so these are this you should do before before starting the the weekly meeting start uh, uh, start with clear goals uh, have a clear agenda and uh, use somebody to take notes and and have a parking lot uh, on on that person for the ideas that you will not discuss in the same day so this is before weekly meetings le weekly leadership meetings and the framework for the for the 
specific meeting would be first five minutes you should start with good news everybody should share some good news good things that happenings to start the meeting in a positive vibe in a good uh, in a good way so five minutes everybody is sharing some good news good things that happened to to them next five or ten minutes should talk about you should all talk about the numbers how much have you sold that week numbers targets and uh, uh, sales uh, costs how can you uh, 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 have better costs how can you sell more how can you increase the profitability these are the the, the second step so you start with good news first step second step you talk about the numbers third step would be guest and employee data and here you should talk about the uh, you should talk about uh, around 10 minutes about uh, what are the issues and the, or the concerns that the team or the guests are facing day by day so uh, here you should explore if if uh, for example uh, gallup q12 test if the staff it's it's satisfied if it's engaged here you should share the net promoter score the the guest satisfaction uh, data and uh, find some ideas and and ways to improve that then the the fourth step would be around 30 minutes from uh, collective intelligence now here you should talk about a, a rock about a, an, an issue a situation that you want to solve that this is actually uh, the clear goals that you started the meeting so you'll start the meetings to solve some issues and uh, use the collective intelligence of the team to solve the big issue and here you can do a 30 minutes brainstorming on, on uh, solving, uh, finding a creative way to solve that specific issue. Even the, the issue it's around the uh, costs or the issue it's around guest satisfaction or the issue it's around stuff. You should find ways using collective intelligence to solve that specific issue or that specific uh, rock that uh, that you are having so this is uh, here you should solve the goal of the meeting for around 30 minutes the the fifth step would be one phrase close now you should go around the room and let everyone say a word or a phrase that represents how they feel at the moment about the meeting if the one phrase close from more than half of the room is negative, you, th you should uh, think about changing the framework, the way you are conducting those meetings. If, if uh, all the staff, all the participants at the meeting are enthusiastic, then you have a good, clear uh, and effective way of running meetings. After you finish the meeting, in the notes, you should know who said they would do what and by when so it's not not just discussing but you have clear actions that uh, you know that you can follow up on on a specific person because they said that they would do that specific action by a specific time frame so that's the the framework for effective for running effective weekly meetings to solve issues and to to improve the situation of the place uh, 
I hope that's uh, that's useful. We'll not go today into a monthly meetings, but if you want, we can go deeper at some point in the monthly week uh, meetings. But uh, now we discuss about the the mandatory pre-shift uh, daily meetings and the weekly uh, leadership team me- uh, meetings. So this is these are two frameworks for these meetings to to run meetings in an effective way and to actually to use these meetings to improve the, the, the experience that you are offering to the guests. I hope it's useful. That's it for today. See you tomorrow. Cheers.